Welcome to the Lion's Den University Report. This program brings you a behind-the-scenes look at the spiritual life on today's university and college campuses. Now here's your host, Glenn Bailey. My guest for this broadcast, uh, Kent Dahlberg, we initially met in the late 1990s and we did our first interview, I believe in the first year of the Lion's Den uh, radio program, which was the year 2001. So wow. that's, uh, you know, it reminds uh, the program is about 18 years uh, in existence, uh, but it also reminds us when you ever think of 2001, you think of the uh, World Trade Center's yes. uh, attack and uh, that uh, we've actually you know gone 18 years without anything at that level of uh, of uh, conflict for our nation and so we've been blessed and protected i believe in in some ways and ought to be thankful for uh, yes. that uh, kind of uh, uh, interlude there thankful indeed and thankful for our um, our troops who are standing in harm's way and are on the front lines in other places in the world so that we can be at peace yes. uh, on our own shores. But uh, uh, my guest, Kent Dahlberg, uh, when I first met you, you were doing faculty ministry with Campus Crusade for Christ. Now uh, they've changed their name since then, too, to, yes. to crew. And uh, But now you've uh, gotten off on your own and doing something. But you, when I met you, you were here at Dartmouth. Uh, when did you start uh, into uh, doing ministry, and, and where were you? And yeah, how, Denise how and I married. Uh, she was working with Campus Crusade at the time, and I was uh, had been working in business, and we came together in uh, 1981 and started working in ministry for a couple years in Indiana and then uh, five years at Brown University, Ivy League School in Providence, Rhode Island. And then in 1988, moved up to Dartmouth College in Hanover, New Hampshire, where we've been ever since, raised our three children here and uh, have done a variety of uh, ministry focus areas and uh, really had a great run and it's been a great life and we are thankful for all that God's done. Sure. And so you had, I guess, about 30 years with Campus Crusade and then uh, the Lord led you to start something of your own that was specific here to this Hanover and Dartmouth community. Yes, about uh, 11 years ago, a friend of ours uh, who we, has, we had great respect for encouraged us to consider uh, uh, flying on our own and uh, doing the things we, we had been doing here at Dartmouth, uh, but doing them a little more independently and so that we're more freed up to focus on our gifts and the specific nature of Dartmouth and uh, the, the kinds of ministry we were involved with here. So uh, it took us about a year, but uh, we reluctantly but uh, amiably uh, resigned from Campus Crusade at that time. and. Uh, uh, with a little fear and trepidation, launched uh, integrare. Integrare is a Latin verb uh, that means uh, to shape or form into a whole, to complete. And so, for instance, an integer is a whole number. Something that has integrity is whole or complete or consistent throughout. Um, integration is bringing things together and making them uh, whole or complete or resolved. And that's that uh, verb, Latin verb integrare, kind of captures our view and understanding of the Christian life, that it's designed as we grow in faith and grace to uh, be complete, to be made uh, full and whole and uh, consistent. And so that's what we're striving for in our own lives, and that's what we're striving to help accomplish in other lives as we minister. 
Great. And how did you initially get into campus ministry? Were you uh, grew up in a Christian family, or did you come to Christ uh, in a campus setting? It's a great question. I uh, had the blessing of growing up in a committed Christian home, and my parents were very active in uh, various things as lay people. And uh, then I had a uh, significant spiritual uh, growth period during my own college years at the University of Illinois. And uh, like a lot of young people, that's sort of when uh, the rubber meets the road and you really start making decisions on your own about how you're going to live and what your priorities and values will be. And uh, for me, I, I embraced my faith on a much more serious and substantive level. Not that I hadn't been before, but was just naturally younger. So I uh, thought about my faith in a different way. And uh, so during the college years and the challenge of being in a secular university um, really brought a lot of things to the fore. And I, I, I really found myself embracing and pursuing my faith very intently and, uh, and also starting to rethink what I wanted to do vocationally and, and, and uh, actually became more interested in ministry as a result to be a part of other people's lives at that stage and in those ways that I had found so helpful for me during the college years. Right. Okay. And you said your wife had been involved with uh, Campus Crusade staff uh, yes. before you then. Yes. Denise uh, had uh, recommitted her life to Christ actually uh, studying abroad in Europe during her undergraduate years and, uh, and then had gotten involved with Campus Crusade on her campus when she returned to the States to finish out her senior year and then decided to go on staff with Campus Crusade, at least for a few years, just to continue to be in a, a growth-oriented environment. And, right. and again, to be able to give back a bit to others what had been so helpful for mm-hmm. her during those college years. Great. And so uh, now you've uh, become an integral part, you might say, of the uh, Dartmouth community, the Hanover community here, and your ministry, Integrari, have to work on that. I got to get to get that name yeah, down. You're learning but, Latin. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I feel uh, educated now. And uh, anyway, I, I, as I understand it, it's kind of a twofold uh, strategy here that you have have developed, or twofold uh, aspects of your your primary ministry here in Hanover and at Dartmouth. And so maybe uh, we could uh, you could explain a little bit about the type of ministry that you're doing now and and uh, what some of the the aspects of the focus is. Yeah, we have uh, really a number of areas that God has uh, brought us into over the years. We both worked extensively uh, with student athletes earlier in our uh, tenure as uh, campus ministers. Um, that was Denise and I were both college athletes, and so we naturally gravitated toward that that group, and uh, found great success in that. That God seemed to use us there. And then uh, I got interested in faculty ministry back at Brown and then continued to develop that uh, when we came to Dartmouth in 1988 and continued to work with professors, both Christian faculty as well as things reaching out to non-Christian faculty. Very different audience than undergrad students, of course, uh, due to life stage and personalities, etc. And uh, so those two areas, student-athletes and uh, faculty, continue to be uh, two areas of interest and focus for us. Uh, I've also, over the years, uh, developed more on the community side. Hanover is a small world. Dartmouth is a relatively small campus. 
and uh, because of the nature of both our relational uh, networks and personalities we've just found uh, a lot of opportunities on the community side so I do some things with um, business leaders in the community as well and integrate that into things we're doing on campus which is actually a, a very interesting uh, beneficial hybrid and among those would be uh, as we talked about a little before the taping started um, the roundtable dinners would be one example where we bring those worlds together uh, and then a couple other things we do uh, that we've really nurtured a lot with uh, alumni, Dartmouth, uh, schools like Dartmouth, the, the alumni network, the alumni connection is very powerful throughout a person's life. And so we've actually been quite involved with different classes uh, of Dartmouth alums going that, that are even much older than us and helping uh, cultivate ministry opportunities, particularly during reunions and other gatherings that the alumni have on a regular basis. And then um, we also write and uh, distribute a, a, a daily devotional that goes out to about 600 people and uh, and gets forwarded on from lots of to lots of other people from there. And so, in in a, a curious way, something that we had started just to encourage the students to develop their own devotional or quiet time. Um, that daily devotional has become something that's uh, really a big part of our ministry and our reach. Mm in Great. keeping us connected with a lot of people mm -hmm. who uh, whose lives we've touched uh, firsthand and then uh, continue to touch uh, over the years through that daily daily contact. Excellent. And now uh, you mentioned roundtable dinners. Maybe describe what that uh, approach is and maybe who some of the speakers have been uh, for those events. Sure. Well, the roundtable dinner strategy was developed by a friend of ours, Dave Tom, who ministers at Harvard and MIT with faculty. And uh, basically, uh, the John Templeton Foundation is providing funding, and there are now six locations, uh, the, the Cambridge, the M MIT, and Harvard uh, uh, founding location, and Dartmouth, the Amherst Five College area in Western Massachusetts, Yale, Brown University, and uh, Columbia and NYU down in New York City. So uh, the, the basic idea of the roundtable dinners is to bring together Christian and non-Christian adults, faculty, as well as uh, community leaders, and local clergy as well as community leaders to uh, interact over a very nice evening and dinner uh, about some topic or theme or issue and uh, it creates an opportunity as we mix in t around the tables of nine or ten adults we mix uh, believers and non-believers and uh, community as well as campus related people uh, to talk about uh, basically a, one of life's big questions some form of that and um, the, it's, it's a very powerful way for uh, non-Christians to interact and become familiar with uh, and uh, basically influenced by the Christians as they're wrestling with these questions and topics that we all, all have to deal with in our lives. And uh, so it, it's a great way to build bridges, build relationships, build trust, and open people uh, who would maybe not be very exposed to other other adults and peers of faith. Right. Now, uh, what are some of the topics, perhaps, that you've considered? Yeah, and... uh, 
well, for example, uh, and one of the one of the things that's fun about this is for our uh, presenters, we have a presenter that kind of tees up the topic, and then uh, from there uh, we have a couple questions, and and then the tables interact around those questions on that topic, and uh, just see where it goes. So, uh, for example, uh, one of the things that's interesting is we can have non-Christian faculty as well as Christian faculty tee up those topics and, uh, it, and have it be very successful. So we have a, uh, a prominent professor here, for example, at Dartmouth, who is not a person of faith, although he's very open to and respectful of things of faith, uh, astrophysicist Marcelo Gleiser, who this year won the Templeton Award, which is the Nobel Prize for uh, religious and spiritual uh, area. And uh, he is a, a very prominent and respected uh, Brazilian who has been teaching here for about 20 years and a uh, prolific writer. And he, he had written a book uh, uh, kind of pushing back against the, uh, the secularism of the, the, the modern atheists, the new atheists you know, that are getting a lot of uh, press. And he feels like it's really doing a disservice to science. So anyway, um, he had published a book called The Island of Knowledge and basically on the limits of science. And uh, from that led, a, uh, a top, uh, led us into the topic of our need for purpose in life and that science isn't able to provide purpose, uh, a sense of purpose. That's something beyond the realm of science, but right. it's something we need. Sure. So one of the most important things in life. Why are we here? Yep. We're going to continue our discussion on our next edition of the Lions Den University Report. My guest, Kent Dahlberg, who's a minister, campus minister in the Dartmouth College community, uh, with uh, faculty and staff, and also with student athletes, as along with his wife Denise and uh, Kent. Thanks for joining us for this edition of the Lions Den. My pleasure. You have been listening to the Lion's Den University Reports. If you would like more information about the Christian life or would like to contact the Lion's Den or one of the guests, please write us at the Lion's Den, Post Office Box 226, Mifflinburg, Pennsylvania, 17844, or email ltcldur at yahoo.com.